Coronavirus has changed all of our lives, but how will it impact the future? Does this change everything? I'm Matt Rees. On this episode of Does This Change Everything? Education. How does the coronavirus impact the education of our children? How will it change the way schools and colleges work? And how will it be financed? We'll find out from Anna Canato, Head of Education and Research at the European Investment Bank. Anna, does the coronavirus change the future of education? That's a big question, Matt. The first thing that I would say is that the coronavirus has already changed the present of education. As we speak, 156 countries have partially or completely shut down schools in order to contain the spread of COVID-19. And this shutdown currently affects 82% of all learners worldwide. We are counting school and universities here. So uh, the answer is yes, it's changing how education works currently, and it will probably change the future as well. Now, some people might say, why does it need to change? Because the disease seems not to impact children, but why does it need to change education then, do you think? You know, I'm not a doctor, but uh, what we read and uh, what we know is that schools are very important, uh, very, very important places for social integration. Even if children may not be affected as much as the, their parents, you have a lot of teachers, you have a lot of people who work in schools, uh, children mingle with each other and then come home. So, I mean, schools are complying with uh, social distancing as much as all other businesses. Of course, there is a cost to that. The cost is the slowdown of learning and also the slowdown of social interaction between kids, inclusion between kids. These are important aspects. What new products or approaches do you think might be needed in education to cope with this situation that we have now and that could go on into the future? I believe that now schools and universities around the world have, are making extraordinary uh, efforts to cope with this. Most of them were highly unprepared to what has been happening. And most of them, or many of them, as far as I can see from newspapers and my contacts, they are coping with that by using the internet, by using uh, television in some countries by using radio, by printing out things and sending emails to parents for the kids to work. So schools are coping at the best that they can. But I think what we are seeing is that education systems were not very highly prepared for situations like this. And this is something that needs to change in the future. Um, I believe, and here I speak as a parent, that we are all seeing that there are a lot of applications and digital alternatives for teaching. Truth is, all these alternatives are still quite suboptimal to what we have, to what we see and what we experience when our kids go to school, no matter the level of schooling. I think what will change, will need, what will need to change in the future is that Countries, schools, regions, they will have to think how they want to prepare themselves for situations like this one. And they will be forced also, this experience will force them to think how they could better integrate distant learning in what they do. 
So I don't believe that education will go suddenly entirely digital or entirely entirely distant learning, that we will, we will discover that online education is much better than face-to-face -face education, but I believe that uh, since the, the schools will need to be better prepared for situations like this, and that maybe higher education or adult training, they will start considering how they can better blend digital education in, in their operations. So just to follow up from that, what effect will this have on everyday life, do you think, for children and their parents in the future? And as you also mentioned, uh, for adult education, what effect will this have on everyday life? It's difficult to, to think of it now. I, my wish is that on the, on the everyday life, nothing will change a lot because face-to-face -face education, social integration, social inclusion between kids and young people is extremely important for society. So I wish that we can go back to that as soon as possible. Uh, but I hope that some of the changes that we will see is that um, countries will perhaps invest more in their digital infrastructure to make sure that all families have good access to television, to internet, so that they could use distant form of learning. And also that schools, school district will pay attention to see which part of their kids come from disadvantaged families and need, may need more support during this period. Would that support include uh, perhaps uh actual hardware, you know, for example, uh, families with several children, but only one computer or maybe not even a computer or, or a tablet at all. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. This is very important. I think I read some statistics about Europe where indeed in a, in a, in a usual household, you are not, you, you would not have as much computers as your kids or maybe your telephone line, your network line would not be sufficient to, to connect all of them. In these changes that you're describing, Anna, what will the European investment bank's role be in this? How can we help? As we have been in the last 20 years, we will be very much on the side of countries, regions, municipalities, private promoters that uh, want to reflect and invest in the preparation of our, of our education systems. Um, we have been financing school infrastructure in the last 20 years, and these increasingly also include support and investments to prepare digital infrastructure, to teach the, to teach the trainers, to teach the professor in handling uh, and being able to use digital infrastructure. So the role of the European Investment Bank would be from the one side to make sure that there is awareness of how much education is important in preparation to pandemic events like this one. So it is important to have a prepared strategy for education. And we will be there to support through our funding the efforts of education promoters in schools and in digital infrastructure. One final question for you, Anna. Um, you, like everyone else at the European Investment Bank, you're teleworking at the moment to have social distancing, and your you have a couple of children at home as well because the schools are closed. 
Do you have any tips for parents on uh, teleschooling, as we'll call it? Oh, <laughs> that's a very tricky question. Um, try to cope as much as you can. My strategy is to do yoga in the morning, so to also distance myself from everybody in the house and get some focus. Um, what I feel is important is to try as much as we can to have some sort of schedule, like they do French in the morning, German in the afternoon, math after French. Uh, but also, I would say, um, watch out for what are the possibilities around you. For example, my kids, uh, they go to school, they have French, they go to school in French. And uh, we now found out that French public television has a very nice program for kids who are in the first year of primary school for nine, and that's very that's very nice. My kid watches television. There is a teacher that explains things, and for her, this is this is useful, and it adds up to all the other schooling that she can do with us or with the material that she receives from uh, from her regular school. That's lovely. Thank you, Anna Canato, Head of Education and Research at the European Investment Bank. This is Does This Change Everything from the European Investment Bank, the EU bank.